Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your host, Justina McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are talking about the very serious question all dog owners at one time or another ask to dog park or not to dog park. So we see this question pop up everywhere on dog Facebook groups, through our account, every time we have a Q&A. Um, so we wanted to spend today's episode chatting about dog parks. So let's go. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your host, Justina McKenzie on Midtown Radio KW. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. Every time you read that, I think about the time you said Justine on McKenzie and it makes me <laughs> laugh every time without fail. Yes. Um, okay. So today we're talking about dog parks. So we're going to look at are dog parks good? Are they bad? Um, what are the key considerations and maybe the key questions you should ask yourself if you're wanting to take your pup to the dog park, to the pup park. So the pup park, the pup park. <laughs> I'm renaming all dog parks, pup parks. Okay. Ken's was the first thing we should think about if we maybe want to go to a dog park with our dog. And when we say dog park, we'll just define this. We mean an off leash fenced in city run dog park where there's like yes. dogs everywhere everybody's off leash and they're running around no rules no rules just kidding i'm i'm well, I'm, there I'm taking rules. that back because <laughs> i'm just about to talk about something okay okay first consideration kens laying down the law here is your dog actually permitted in the dog park based on your city's rules so what we mean by that is is your dog a young puppy is your dog up to date on vaccinations? Is your dog intact over the age of seven months? Uh, these things all you have to take into consideration if your dog is actually allowed into a dog park. So for example, say I have an intact dog who is 11 months old, I'm breaking the rules. I should not bring my dog into a dog park. Um, it's just not the safest, smartest thing to do. Um, so read your city's rules prior to your visit to ensure that you're following them. Each city pretty much does, at least in the Kitchen Waterloo Cambridge location, does yep. have very, very similar rules regarding um, dogs that are actually allowed in dog parks. But just make sure that you're um, reading those and, and again, yeah, following those rules. Uh, it just keeps everybody else safe, um, especially, obviously, the dogs. So uh, just have a read through and make sure you're actually um, permitted to bring your dog in. Yeah. And I will just say, I mean, on the note of young puppies as well, um, 
puppies are typically not fully vaccinated until 16 weeks. And then you're looking at two weeks for the vaccines to take um, effect. So really your puppy should not be going to a dog park before um, 18 weeks. That's what your vet will tell you. That's what my vet told me. It's totally okay to socialize your dogs with dogs that you know, you know, are not sick and have their vaccinations, but I would not be putting an unvaccinated puppy into a large fenced in puppy pen with all these dogs. Yeah. It's really, um, it's a pretty high risk you're putting your dog in. So it's like the risk level is quite high. So, um, also your puppy could possibly be traumatized, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) I was just going to say, I hear so many horror stories about par parvo. Yeah. Parvo. Yeah. Parvo. So many horror stories yeah. of puppies dying because they get it when they're not vaccinated yet because the owners thought they were protected and they're not. So dog parks, no go until you're fully vaccinated. You and yes. your puppy get vaccinated. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Second key consideration. All right. Is your dog the right fit for the dog park? Is the dog park the right fit for your dog. See what Ooh, I did you, there? You messed it both ways. <laughs> Look at that word. Word? I don't know. Wordplay? Wordplay. <laughs> we'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So what we mean by this is based on your dog's maturity level, their overall temperament, where they're at in their training, um, how your dog socializes. Uh, these are all really, really important things to consider before bringing your dog into pretty much an all rules kind of out the window play pen slash rustling ring sometimes. Um, so I'm going to use the example of my own dogs. Um, so my dogs are freaks. Uh, <laughs> what I mean by that is they are literally afraid of, um, large dogs. So if a large dog comes up to them, even if the dog is friendly and wants to play, my dog's reaction is the flight mode. And they, um, they cower, they shriek, they scream. The dog wouldn't have even touched them, but the, my dogs are uncomfortable. So I would never put my dogs in that position knowing that's exactly why other dogs come to the dog park to just go nose to nose with other dogs. Um, so My dog's temperament is not a good fit for a dog park. Um, But Justine, what are some examples that you can think of in this case? Well, I think of like energy level because Marshall's kind of the opposite. He's like, I mean, we always joke that Marshall's like a frat boy. Yes, he is. He's a Chad. Yeah, we call him Chad and he's literally like a frat boy. So you're at a nightclub and there's that guy who's like wearing a tank top and like probably sunglasses inside and he's really hype and he's like dancing and jumping on everybody and he's moderately harassing all the women around him. That (laughs) is my dog. That's my dog. So Marshall can't go to dog parks because he doesn't understand that he cannot jump on and say hi to every dog, despite the endless amounts of training we've done. He's just way too high energy and it gets way too excited. So that really unstructured environment is very hard for him. He also can guard and he guards stupid things like sticks. 
And I can't guarantee that there's no sticks in a dog park. So I'm not going to go to one because I don't want my dog to fight with another dog over a stupid stick. So yeah, it's all about knowing your dog and how they react to other dogs and also how other dogs might react to your dog. Which is always a gamble. You never know. Yes, you can never know. So that takes us to point three of these key considerations. So we're not trainers, but I feel like I can say with a lot of confidence that dog parks are not the right place to socialize a puppy or a dog. Let's say that again. Dog parks are not the right place to socialize your dog. (laughs) That was a nice little jingle. It's our new theme song. So yes, dog parks are not the right place to socialize any dog. What does, what do dog parks potentially teach your dog if it's in training or in that like peak stage of social socialization? Um, the big thing is that your dog can approach anyone in anything, any dog at any point in time, nose to nose, you know, rush right in. No. Hey, how are you? Just in your face. Yeah. Not every dog likes that. Yeah. And not every dog has the self-control, especially when they're younger to know that that's not okay. So it's our job as dog owners to put our dogs into situations where we can control them and make sure we can teach them what's okay and what's not. And in a dog park environment, that's nearly impossible to do. Yeah. It's a really, um, impolite habit that dogs, um, that go to the dog park frequently do have. Um, it's like me as a human, I'm going to use myself as an example because I can be antisocial sometimes. If a stranger approached me, ran up to me in my face and was like, Hey, how are you? How are you? How are you? You want to, you want to talk? You want to, you want to like classic Chad? Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, I don't get out of my (laughs) face, please. You know? So that is something, um, to consider, yeah, when you're when you're thinking about your dog and how they would react, you know, and the other thing, too, is I'm just going to say this. People may hate me. I know that a lot of people see their dogs as being always oh, just friendly, always oh, just friendly. I hear that a lot. Always oh, friendly. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. It, your dog can be the friendliest dog on the planet, but that doesn't mean my dog wants to say hi. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, for sure. So that is. That is just my two cents about that. And just one more thing while I'm ranting. (laughs) We knew this was going to be a ranty episode. Um, We should have warned you. Yeah. uh, But just your dog can have a very fulfilling life, not going to a dog park. Um, I know that a lot of people uh, see, you know, a dog park as a sense of freedom or being off leash in general as a sense of freedom for your dog. Sometimes your dog doesn't need that freedom. So if you go on, you know, do other things um, that fulfill your dog, then you don't need to do that. So that's just my, again, two cents on on finishing up this little section here. (laughs) Yeah, I think dog owners are, most dog owners are incredibly well-intentioned. So the dog owners that are taking their dogs to dog parks, they're doing it because they think their dog you know, has the best time and they very well might have the best time. Honestly, I am not saying that your dog doesn't have the best time at the dog park. Um, they just might pick up.
Today's episode is brought to you by Nutrim Pet Products. Our pets bring so much joy to our lives, which is why we feed them the best. Made in Elmira, Nutrim recipes are all natural and only sold in Canadian-owned pet specialty retailers. Plus, $1 from each bag sold is donated to a local charity. Who do you feed for? Visit Nutrim.com for more information. Well, it is now time for something we haven't done in a little while, but we're bringing it back. Bringing it back. It is time for... The Celebrity Pup of the Week. Celebrity Pup of the Week. Woof, woof, woof. Who is our first celebrity pup of the week of season three? All right. This pup has an incredible story. Um, This pup is all the way from Ireland. Um, Her and her mom just moved to Waterloo um, and they had a heck of a time getting her over here. It is... Everybody loves Rita. So it's little Rita. Um, Yeah. Tell us about Rita, Justine. So yeah. So Instagram is at everybody underscore loves underscore Rita. So Rita and her mom, Sarah, just moved here from Ireland. And I don't have all the details of their story, but if you Google Rita, you'll probably find out. It was This was picked up in the media by... Long story short, Sarah was flying here from Ireland to move here to work. And um, when she found out, I think the day before, that they had changed some cargo rules with the airline and her dog Rita wasn't going to be able to come with her. So she had to come over by herself and her family had to watch Rita for her. And she had to make a bunch of arrangements to get Rita over here to meet her. Um, And then the news picked it up again to like inform everybody that... Um, Rita and Sarah had been reunited and I remember sending Mackenzie both links both times because it was such a heartwarming story and then I actually got to meet Sarah and Rita yesterday at a dog event so that was really cool so we're very happy that Rita made it to Canada and uh, check her out on Instagram she's very cute and there you have it our celebrity pup of the week woof 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 Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. So today we are talking all about dog parks. So let's dive right back in. Yeah. So in the first half of today's episode, we talked about some key things you want to think about before visiting a dog park. So we thought about, you know, is your dog actually permitted in a dog park based on the rules? Um, second, we also talked about, um, you know, is the dog park the right place for your dog based on their temperament, their energy level, their socialization, their training, all of that. Um, and lastly, um, we want to remember that dog parks are not really ideal socialization spaces. 
So let's dive into a few more things we want to think about. So Ken's, what is the first thing we want to think about? The first thing, I guess the fourth thing, if I can count, <laughs> what is the fourth thing you want to think about um, before going to a dog park? All right. So we did kind of touch on this in our, um, on the first half of our uh, episode here, but it's unpredictability. So this one is huge because every time you show up at the dog park, unless you have like a very small dog park in a community where the same dogs show up every day at the same time, you know, that is pretty rare to happen. Um, but the key thing here is how will the dogs interact with each other? Will they mix well, like in a pack sense? Uh, how do the owners interact with their dogs? So what we mean by this is, are owners aware of what's going on around them? Are they, uh, you know, we've all met those owners that are kind of aloof and don't really pay attention. Aloof, um, aloof is a really, really good way to put that. I like mm-hmm. that was well said. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's how I describe my dogs as well. It's <laughs> true. Um, but yes, uh, you know, I, are the owners, uh, following the rules. Um, the last time I went to a dog park, I showed up, I'm not going to say which dog park, but I bet you our listeners can guess. Um, I showed up and there were four intact males running around, jumping on each other, eating each other, not eating each other, but physically (laughs) biting each other. And the owners are like, oh yeah, they're just having fun. Like, no, you should have heard it. Like it was intense. Um, I literally walked by and I'm like, I, cause I didn't go in because I'm smarter than that. And <laughs> I walked by and I was like, holy, you know, what is happening in there? So are we all of a sudden not swearing on this podcast? Is that yeah, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I watched this thing on Netflix the other day, the history of swear words. And now I've been swearing even more. Um, at least it uh, releases endorphins and it makes you feel better. Um, I like anyway, it. anyway. Um, but yeah, the, the main thing here is unpredictability. So um, honest to dog podcast uh, said it best. I think it's like a dog park is like a nightclub. <laughs> it's the best. I hate nightclubs. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> too many chads <laughs> too many you never know what you're gonna get when you show up to a nightclub you know what I mean so yeah. um yeah just think about it like that I think that's the perfect analogy um and so thank you Liz and Jeff for that but uh yeah just keep that you know in your brain and is is that a good decision for, or is that a good um what's the word are you comfortable? Are you okay with that? Yeah. I don't know. So well. me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, next thing you want to think about is your dog's recall. So this can be a really short one. If your dog doesn't have recall, you probably shouldn't go to the dog park. And I'm probably going to ruffle a few feathers saying that, but if you can't call your dog off of another dog, if things are getting heated, you probably don't want to be at the dog park. It's just not in the best interest for you, for your dog or for the other dogs. Um, because once they're unleashed, you've got little to no control if you don't have a command. Yeah. 
um, just overall safety to safety yeah. for other dogs, safety for other humans in there. Um, you know, things like that. That's uh, something to consider with that one. All right. right. Last point. Well, kind of last point. Yes. Last point. Um, this is a big one. Um, I think for, well, for all of us, cause we're human, <laughs> um, dogs may be listening to this, but they are not, um, you know, ingesting what we're saying. Um, but can <laughs> you as an owner, can you as a human handle your dog being in a dog park? And what we mean by this is, uh, are you anxious when you enter a dog park? Are you always on edge? Are you always worried? Oh, what's happening? Oh, new dog. Oh, I, I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime I've been to the dog park, I am hyper vigilant and hyper aware and I am literally analyzing the body language of every dog and every greeting. And every time a new dog shows up, my like anxiety peaks again. And it's just not the right environment for me because obviously my dog's going to pick up on that because I am like activated. <laughs> it's very extra. Maybe it's because like, I don't know, we... Some owners are really good at being like laid back. Oh, they're just dogs. But I don't know. I've seen some shit. So <laughs> I, right? I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just look at dogs interacting with each other a little bit differently. And I know, Justine, you do too. So mm -hmm. maybe that's our problem. But um, I am the exact same way. Every time, the few times I have been to a dog park, every time a new dog shows up, I'm like, what is this dog like? How is it like, cause obviously dogs rush up to the entrance to greet this dog. Yeah. How is it interacting with those dogs? Where's my dog? Where's my dog? Where's my dog? Literally like it's, 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 it's pretty bad. So yeah, um, it's just not comfortable like, at all for me. And uh, maybe I'm a bit of a helicopter parent. I don't know, but like, if you can be relaxed at a dog park, like kudos to you because I am not in a great space when especially I'm at a with, dog park. I know. And especially with all of those, um, well, not all of those, thank God there's not a hundred of them or anything, but with the stories of people's dogs who have been attacked at dog I parks, can't. they literally can't. So that's again, like maybe we are helicopter parents, but owner uh, being an owner, being responsible for my animals, um, for my dogs, I, I just don't want to put them in a situation that could cause them potential harm. So that's my outlook. On especially with, especially with your itty bitty babies. But for me, it's the opposite is like, I don't want to risk like a little dog, like pissing my dog off enough that he snaps at them and causes significant damage because he's massive. Yeah. Um, yeah. the one time we did go to the dog park, we had like a little dog, like yipping and snapping at us. And I immediately just like leashed Marshall and left. Cause at that point it's like, and I haven't been to a dog park since with him, but it's just like, it's not worth the risk because I know with him as a big dog, if that little dog provoked him and if he snapped back, it would be his fault. Yeah. So I'm just like, bounce right out of there and there's nothing wrong with that nothing at all all right well all of that considered at uh, the end of the day going to a talk park is always going to be a risk for both you and your pup um, if you choose to use the dog park, just always be aware that you cannot eliminate all of that risk. 
Um, but on that very positive note, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with some dog park alternatives. So we'll be right back with those in a moment. You've been listening to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. And before we wrap up today, uh, in case we've made you not interested in dog parks, <laughs> sorry, um, we'd like to share some dog park alternatives. So, Justine, I don't want to visit a dog park anymore. What else can I do with my dogs to make sure that they get the exercise and live a full, happy, enriched life? I have so many ideas. I won't take them all. I'll let you share some Ken's, but okay. I would say some that like Marshall and I do often. So daily walks. So we have a pretty strict walking routine. We walk every morning. Um, and then we usually walk at night as well, depending on the weather and timing. Um, so that is like our ritual every day. We go for a nice, big, long structured walk. We also, every week, I would say do at least one other activity, like a meetup um, where we focus on some training with other dogs, a bit of a like socialization training meetup, um, pack walks, um, leader of the pack KW, uh, Lily Romeo. She runs pack walk sessions every Sunday at 10 AM. We love those. Um, obviously we absolutely love going to dog friendly places. You can check out our the Dog Friendly KW Business Guide on our website if you're ever wondering where to go. Kenz, what are some other things that you love to do? Um, main thing we do is uh, a lot of dog sports. So we do agility at least a couple times a week. Um, it doesn't have to be agility, though. You can literally uh, do any dog sport you want. It can be anything from lure coursing to nose work to obedience rally uh, fly ball, barn hunt, you name it. Some of these sports take more training than others. So, um, if you want, you know, a very naturally instinctive dog sport for your breed, um, i.e. you have a terrier or dachshund, um, you know, your dog will probably excel at barn hunt. So, um, just something to think about, um, in, we are so lucky in this uh, area. We have so many great dog sport uh, locations to choose from with all in an hour, an hour and a half distance. Um, so highly recommend getting your dog into a dog sport. It is the most fun. Uh, I could keep going, but we also do. Um, obviously, we also love to enjoy a good dog friendly sport space. We love anything like hiking, you know, swimming, going camping, anything outdoors. Um, yeah. Organizing doggy play dates. So IE, um, other Italian greyhounds in the Kitchener Waterloo area want to get together. You know, we all know it's a safe space. We all know each yeah. other. The dogs all know each other. It doesn't necessarily have to be breed specific, but with doggy playdates, we know who's going to be there. We know how the dogs act with each other. I'm comfortable letting our dogs off leash and letting them play, et cetera. So that's something that we really like to do. Um, 
So, yeah. Yeah. So many great ideas. Um, I think like the main takeaway for me from like everything we just listed is that dogs really do need so much more than physical exercise. Um, and I think dog parks often only check that one box. They don't really hit anything else. So I really hope that the ideas we kind of gave you above, give you the chance to give your dog some really well-rounded fun. That's not just rooted in like running them dry physically. Um, Cause they're such smart little creatures and getting them to use their brains is so fun. So thank you for tuning in today to the dog friendly KW podcast um, to hear us rant about dog parks. We're sorry. It was a little ranty, but we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>to do there is a huge beetle flying around my room right now i can literally hear it flying <laughs> through my headphones <laughs> I woke up restless, watching the time slip away people who name their dogs human names make me lol <laughs> like tony like marshall yeah Mar- well, to see